On the farm today, the COP26 conference that took place earlier this month in Scotland could have wide-reaching effects on agriculture. That's why various reps were at the meetings to discuss the direction the international community will be taking. Glenn Wright, a farmer near Vanskoy and board member of the Sask Barley Development Commission, shared some of his experiences. Well, it was the first time I'd ever been to an international uh, climate conference, so it was very much a steep learning curve. I was there from October 31st until November 12th, and the first couple days was the World Leaders Summit, so the security there was just um, over-the-top tight. There was a helicopter hovering overhead, steady, and you had to go through three stages of security that was, you know, the same as or worse than getting on an international flight. So, yeah, it was was quite an experience. So do you think that reception uh, among the international crowd was pretty good? I think the connections we made um, with various civil society people are very important. And um, I've already had probably over a dozen folks that, uh, you know, I'm already having much dialogue with even after COP. But it's also a tremendous opportunity to learn things. And and in the green zone in particular, I I spent probably three hours geeking out uh, because I have an engineering background talking to engineers at the JCB display as well as the uh, companies building uh, hydrogen-powered buses and and medium and heavy-duty trucks. So I had kind of written hydrogen off, um, largely thinking it was just another way to extend natural gas um, assets. But boy, my mind was really changed talking to the JCB engineer there and and how they're making hydrogen-fueled internal combustion engines. It it very much to me thinks or changed my mind to think that we could see hydrogen powered farm equipment in Canada here a lot sooner than I had anticipated. So to me, the the technology does work, and it does offer you know high horsepower you know applications can can use hydrogen with zero emissions. So the technology is ready. We just need the willpower to to adopt it. So coming away from the conference, would you I guess classify yourself as hopeful or how would you kind of feel? That's a good question. I I came home from the conference, I guess, disappointed that there wasn't more ambition taken by the countries in the official negotiations. And I I mean, I learned that in the last 25 years of these COP conferences, not once have the direct causes that are coal, oil, and fossil gas, those three things are causing 90% of the climate change problem but they've never been explicitly mentioned in the agreements until this one. So COP26 is unique in that it does clearly call out um, an effort to phase down unabated coal and to uh, eliminate inefficient fossil fuel subsidies. So that is a a change. It sounds like a minor change, but it is a a sea change in that they're finally explicitly calling attention to the, the principal causes, which is coal, oil, and fossil gas. It's never, it's not enough, but at least it's a step in the right direction. I'm hopeful that COP27 will will make even more incremental change when that's held in Egypt. All right. Is there anything at all that you kind of uh, took home from the conference? Well, I guess more than anything, it affirmed for me that I'm not crazy. I, I mean, I've been an early adopter of renewable energy on the farm and minimum input farming practices to try and reduce my emissions intensity. And, you know, we've had uh, electric cars already for four years, and we did a deep insulation retrofit on our house. So overall, I've reduced the amount of emissions that I personally emit in my home and on my farm by over half. And yet some of my neighbors have thought that I'm a little bit crazy for trying to do that. But, 
seeing what's happening around the world and how there is a, an energy revolution coming, I, I'm, I'm, I guess, heartened to know that I'm not crazy and that more and more people are doing this and that the sooner that Saskatchewan and Canada get on board, the better off we're going to be because to try and pretend that business as usual can last and that we can expect, you know, another oil and gas boom to, to save our economy, I think that's, that's uh, not wise thinking. So we've got the best solar resources in Canada and some of the best wind resources, and there's all kinds of other clean technology we could be using. So the sooner we get on it, the better off everyone's lives are going to be. That was Glenn Wright, a farmer near Vanskoy and board member of the Sask Barley Development Commission. For Golden West Radio, I'm Scott Bolton.